1: This is podcast number 29. My name is Andrew McCauley, and I am always excited to be bringing these podcasts. We enjoy bringing these podcasts, sharing so much knowledge with over 55 countries around the world. People are downloading us everywhere. So, thank you for all of those people. Now, of course, I can't do this by myself, so I have to have all the way from a big night out in the town. And yet more speaking gigs, Heather Porter. Hey, Heather.
0: (laughs) Hey, Andrew. Hello, everybody. How are all of you on this fine morning, afternoon, or night, wherever you are in the world? It's great to have you joining us yet again. It is.
1: It is. And uh, we are continuing our little uh, series of automation, how to automate and what tools that we're using to automate our business, how we can help you automate your business, leverage some of your time so that you can actually do some fun stuff in your business. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I think one of the biggest things that we get, Heather, is people saying, you know, there is so much to do when you're a business owner. How do you have time to wear all the different hats? And I guess that's where this this sort of uh, series came up. It was like, well, let's show people some of the tools and resources that we're using, not only in our business, but also some of our... Our clients um, are using these too so that they can free their time up.
0: Exactly, and automation is so important. Like you're saying, we all wear so many hats. I think every entrepreneur, every business owner goes into their business you know, really in love with their idea and really excited about everything. And then a year in, a couple of years in, they're thinking, oh my God, I have to do sales and then marketing and invoicing and staff recruiting, and it goes on and on, right? So they're suddenly thinking, I am overwhelmed. And these tools that we're sharing with you guys, our intention is to help you not have as much of that overwhelm.
1: Yeah, in fact we've we've been we've been digging pretty deep into these topics, um, just ourselves in our own business recently. And we thought let's give uh let's give people the abridged version, let's give them the uh the cool stuff that we've found, let's not make it so deep and so overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, and give them some stuff that they can walk away with straight after this podcast and say, Hey, I wanna write this down or I wanna go and check out the resource page and use some of these tools because Uh, They are very valuable tools, especially to leverage your time. And the other important thing that I was going to say, it's extremely important. I can't remember what it was right now about that, but i will come back to me.
0: (laughs) Great. So then I'm going to ask you a question because we always like to start off our shows about what did you and I learn in the last week?
1: Wow. I love that question.
0: you can think about what you were going to say and then bring it back in, should it come back to you all at right. the end of our little conversation. Oh. <laughs> so Andrew, what have you learned over the last
1: week? Well, you know what I discovered just recently was, and um, I'm still investigating this a little bit more, but I'm, I'm noticing a few, um, a few uh, different things going on with Facebook right now. There's a, there's always face, uh, Facebook changes happening all the time and. You know, we, we often talk about how much of a um, pain in the backside it can be to keep up with Facebook. So I'm, I'm looking at some things that are changing especially in the advertising space
0: mm-hmm. for
1: Facebook and a couple of things that I, I'm not going to share right now because I'm not sure if it's actually happening or not. So I'm going to do some more close checking but now that I'm aware of it, I know what I'm going to look for. But Keep, uh, keep your ear out because we'll share. As soon as we discover this, I'll, uh, I'll share it with everybody. I don't want to share something that may not be right, but it's only just recent. And if it proves to be true, it could be a big game changer for a lot of people. Mm. And I had, you exciting. know, one thing is I haven't heard anyone else talk about this. It's only through our own testing and our own measuring um, that we've been doing with some of our stuff that I've discovered this little. Uh, thing and I'm going to uh, check it out more because if it's uh, if it's as good as I think it is, then we could be onto something pretty cool.
0: So I might have to ask you in our next episode and say, "Hey, is that thing true that you, you learned you last may, week?"
1: You may have to. You may have to. <laughs>
0: good, I yes, will.
1: <laughs> yes. uh, and what about well, you? Now you've been again speaking on stages. Uh, this time yes. in Sydney. Yes. At a, uh, a large convention and I know that the week before you spoke about um, online stuff again at another convention and people are just flocking to see you and talk to you and wanting to pick your brains about all the stuff that's inside there. So, <laughs> is there any room for you to learn anymore and if so, what did you stick in your head this week?
0: <laughs> always room, always room. Uh, now, I watched an amazing video about... I guess, how the internet's shifting into mobile, mobile land, meaning that everybody is accessing it or going to be accessing it more and more on their mobile devices, their Androids, their iPhones, their tablets, their iPads, all that. Now, I will actually find this video and I'll place a link under this episode on our website, autopilotyourbusiness.com mm-hmm. forward slash podcasts. Mm-hmm. But what it, what the guy talked about is how all of us collectively as business owners have to start thinking differently about how websites are going to work in the future, because it's like that whole thing of, you know, when when radio went into TV, all they did for the first time TV started is stick a camera on a radio presenter with a microphone, so Uh that's where we are right now, we're at this new age of taking standard traditional websites and shoving them into mobile devices just as they are now Mm -hmm. without thinking about how truly users are engaging with their mobile devices, which is mostly through, you know, apps and things like that. So, I guess what i 've learned is that we've we all have to start thinking a little bit more outside of the box and really how people are engaging with um, with their devices you know yeah, how are yeah, they, how yeah. are they engaging it 's not how we think they 're engaging, so I know you and I are going to be very obsessively figuring that out and sharing that with you guys along our journey as we start to learn more and more about what really makes an outstanding mobile experience for your business mm-hmm. so yeah, very cool video you'll well, like, you 'll like it
1: well you know've we've been we 've been gearing up for. We're calling it 2015, the, the yes. time when mobile takes over the world. Yeah. and um, you know everyone we speak to, whether we're speaking on stages or just you know one-on-one consults and stuff like that or in our coaching sessions that we do with people, um, you know we're making sure that they're ready for this whole mobile onslaught because if you haven't got yourself mobile, you are going to be in trouble. That's right. Um it's just like having a website 10 years ago, you know, people said you got to have a website and so many people resisted because they thought it was a fad. Now it's moved from websites to mobile and uh both of them can be interchangeable, but um it's going to be uh very interesting to see how people survive without having mobile ready stuff and info and websites. Absolutely. So
0: yeah. Now, um, I guess we better get stuck on into our discussion of automation of sales.
1: Yes. So following on last week, we spoke about marketing. This week, we're going to speak about sales, some of the sales uh, tools and resources that we use um, to really automate, automate your side of the business. Now, these are not the only tools. I want to make that clear. There are plenty of tools out there and if we were going to go through the whole entire lot We would have a podcast that would go for a month, but we're just picking some of the main tools that we want to share with you, um, give you a little bit of explanation. You may have heard some of these tools pop up in our previous podcasts, but what we're trying to give you is an overview picture of all of these different tools and how they can fit in. We may have spoken about these tools in other formats, but some of these tools are very uh, multi-skilled, if you like, and they can do a number of things. Today if you hear about these tools, we're talking specifically for the sales side of things for your business. That's right. All right, so what sort of things can be automated in sales? Well, here's a quick little list. Um, Selling a product can be automated, selling a service can be automated, fulfillment for physical products. If you've got physical products, you uh, you can automate your sales process through fulfillment. We'll talk about some of those tools soon. Delivery and distribution, sales calls, and incoming queries, they're the main focus. That's the main focus we're going to cover on this podcast today. So let's let's dig in and talk about the first two, which can be um, using the same sort of tools, and that's selling a product or selling a service. Mm-hmm. So um, H, let's talk about what is the first tool that's on our list here, and let's just share that with people and how they can use that to automate their sales.
0: Sure. Now, um, I'm, I'll, I'll jump into that, and I guess before I do, I just want to tell everybody what specifically you need, the, the main components of actually being able to sell something on the internet or automate it. Really what you need is a way of accepting money, so that could be PayPal, or it can be um, what's known as a payment gateway, which is basically something that works in conjunction with your bank account. Um, there's Authorize.net, there's eWay, there's loads of them all over the world. But the easiest to get started is PayPal. Then you also obviously need, uh, if you're using a payment gateway like an e-way, you need some sort of system on your website or behind the scenes to actually process that money and actually deliver that product. So it can be either a digital product, so the system itself is smart and it redirects the buyer to a page on your website in order to download that digital product could be a membership site, things like that. Or it's a physical product, as you suggested, which is basically, uh, you know, the system sends a report to a fulfillment house or to you or your team to ship out in the post. Or, of course, it can be a service where, you know, the system or the PayPal emails you and says, congratulations, you have a new client. Get in contact with them. So ultimately, what we're sharing with you are tools that allow you to do those things that I just talked about.
1: Yeah, so, so just to clarify... There's essentially four aspects to selling something online. There is the product or service that you've created. So yeah. you've created a, an info product or even if it's, you know, you want to sell some coaching over the phone or you want to sell some consultation over the phone or whatever it is or on, online, people can buy it online. So basically you've got the product and then you have to have that product sit somewhere. You need a an interface for it to sit. So let's say we're talking about an ebook. The ebook may need to sit in something like, a tool that we're about to talk about. And then that tool will interact with a payment gateway like your eWay or your authorized net. And the reason for that particular service is it talks to your bank directly. And when it talks to your bank, it generally puts money into your bank account, right? Yeah. As we say talking to talking to your bank. That's these, right. These other platforms where your ebook sits won't put money into your bank. It needs to go through a specific gateway Um, And that's an e-way or a authorized net or one of those others. So it's basically the product, there's the platform it sits on, there's the gateway, and then there's your bank.
0: That's exactly right, yeah. And and as you guys get a little bit more advanced using the internet and automation tools for sales, you are going to want to consider using a proper gateway because it allows you to use one of these systems um, and not have to deal with the PayPal fees and all that. But you can definitely use PayPal as well. So the first... Uh, I guess, tool that we're going to talk about, which is one of the biggest, been around for a long time, is called One Shopping Cart. And what this allows you to do is turn your website into an actual shopping cart. So you put a whole load of products that you want to sell And somebody can come into your site and say, add to cart, add to cart, add to cart, and literally go shopping around and check out your products. And one shopping cart is a system that allows you to do this, then go through the checkout process, then put the money into your account, and then also, of course, send receipts and invoices out to the client that has purchased. It is a subscription fee. I think it's still around the $100 a month mark. Um, But, uh, and you know, it's, it's good for that sort of... Sort of stuff. If you are thinking big shopping cart, I want to clarify on this actually, Andrew, because um, not everyone needs a shopping cart. If you're just selling a product or a service like individual items, then you don't need a shopping cart. A shopping cart is something that allows you to have that add to cart feature. And I definitely say to all of you guys that are starting to sell online, especially, don't worry about getting a shopping cart initially. Just start to sell individual products and see how that goes first. So, to so
1: it. to sell those individual products. You would recommend something like PayPal?
0: Yes. So literally, creating what we know as a sales page or landing page, and having all the information about your product on there, and you can just use a PayPal button, nice and easy. Yeah. So that. So that'd PayPal be the
1: actually, PayPal actually acts as a gateway. It's the only actually the only system that acts as a gateway. Um, to your bank, although it doesn't put money directly into your bank, it puts it into a PayPal account, right? That's
0: right. Yeah, that's exactly right. PayPal, it's just, I don't think it's known as a proper gateway because they've just come out with PayPal Pro, which is a gateway. So it actually is a premium uh, product of PayPal that does actually, I guess, push money into your account without you having to use your PayPal account to then choose if you transfer money across. So PayPal does have what's known as a proper gateway, but PayPal, just standard PayPal is something that you can easily use, stick a button on a page and off you go. You can also, what's great about PayPal nowadays is you can also do what's called integration. So it will talk to MailChimp or Aweber or your preferred email program. Uh, It's not that hard to get set up you can find somebody to help you on like you know elance.com or odesk.com to do this but you can get the two systems to to communicate back and forth so if somebody buys say your ebook using paypal then paypal will tell mailchimp hey guys over at MailChimp, this person just bought an ebook, and then automatically put the data of that person into a nice email list for you. So you can then communicate with that person on automation through that email list that it's created in MailChimp. So I don't want to get too techy, but that is very actually easy and, and I highly recommend that you guys do set something like that up if you're using PayPal, make sure it's working with your email system.
1: Yeah, you know, the other day I was out um, with a client somewhere and they pulled out their credit card. And they said, look, this is a PayPal credit card and I'm like, oh, what's that? I, I've heard, I heard that they were out there but i would never seen one and it basically like your credit card but it had the PayPal logo up the top and what it was, was a credit debit card where it took money out of their PayPal account when they purchased something.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Yeah.
1: So, I know McDonald's have started in the US, have started accepting PayPal to buy right. hamburgers and wow. if, if McDonald's are doing it, then the world's going that way for sure for sure but yep. um but PayPal is like a bank um the thing about PayPal the difference with PayPal is you're not paying to use PayPal which is a good thing you don't pay up front you're not you're not paying a monthly fee like your shopping cart your one shopping cart but you do pay when you sell something and you pay a little bit more than you would for one shopping cart so there's a bit of a way out and as heather said um, if you're only selling a couple of items or you only got a few um, a few transactions happening, PayPal is the way to go for the start. Don't go and lash out on an expensive shopping cart if you only have one or two products and you're not really making a lot of money at the beginning, stick to PayPal. You can always change over to sh- one shopping cart or any of the other ones later.
0: That's exactly right.
1: All right. Oh, great. Let's move on. So, what other what, what other ones are out there that we don't we don't necessarily need to go through in deep, deep, uh, deep amount? But what other ones are out there?
0: There's a couple that I want to bring up actually that uh, have been brought to my attention lately, and they are called Shopify, Shopify, and Volusion, v o l uh, Volusion u s i o n. Yep. Now these are also platforms that you can spend money like one shopping cart with and they're they're apparently a lot easier to use and you can also have your own shopping cart on those. So just wanted to throw out a couple of other sort of ideas around that. But what I really recommend that you guys do is actually we we really believe in owning your own web properties and everything that is in your business. Meaning that you're not paying a third-party vendor like these businesses to store all of your information. So there's actually other uh, systems you can use. There's one that's called Woo commerce which is basically packed onto a WordPress theme. So if you're using WordPress, all you have to do is Google Woo, W-O-O Commerce. It's a free plugin that you can use to actually have shopping cart functionality on your site. And there's also um, a whole lot of other WordPress plugins that you can get. And why we recommend those is because they still work like a shopping cart. You buy them once or some sometimes they're even free. Set them up and you own it. It's on your own domain. It's in your hosting and you own the whole process. Yes. So I just wanted to bring those up as well. Um, mm-hmm. Now, a couple of other systems we've talked about PayPal and Mailchimp, but there's bigger systems we've discussed in previous podcasts like Infusionsoft and Office Autopilot. And what these are is essentially, they they are bigger systems that uh, you know have store all the data of your clients, all their transaction history. So whereas PayPal just communicates to Mailchimp and says. Here, put this information in a list. It doesn't actually share the transaction history of that person. But these systems, Office Autopilot and Infusionsoft, do. So you can log in, you can go sort by somebody's name, and you can see everything that they've ever bought with you. It also has um, a way of setting up sales forms and linking to any payment payment gateway of your choice, including PayPal. Yes. So they're just bigger, better, more... You know, profound automation systems.
1: Well, let me let me tack on the next part, which is still going to be part of what we're talking about with these systems, and that's um, things like automating upsells and downsells and side sells and all those other sort of (laughs) sells. Yeah. Um, You know, when you go through a uh, a purchase play, you go and purchase something from a website, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, you need this as well. Why don't you buy this? And then. Uh, or you might say, no, I don't want that and they might come up with something else that's cheaper and you, and you think, well, maybe I do need that. So that's all part of the upsell and downsell process. And they say that, I'd love to know the figures, I can't remember, uh, I think each industry has a different figure but there is a lot of money to be made from somebody who's buying something from you and you offering an extra service on top of it. It's the whole McDonald's, um, would you like fries with that scenario. <laughs> yes, you know, that's right. so, Super
0: size. <laughs>
1: upsize me upsize me so um so that is a great way to get you know 30 20 30, 40% more um, more revenue coming into your business without having to do much especially when somebody buys something now these systems uh, although PayPal I don't think lets you do it uh, currently but one shopping cart and Fusion soft auto office autopilot all let you do an upsell. Am I right on that, or is, there, is the else missing?
0: Yeah, no, you're exactly right. They only if you're not using PayPal. So if you're using like a One Shopping Cart or Infusionsoft or Office Autopilot, you have to have a proper payment gateway, right. e-way, like before, because it's just, it's just how these systems all communicate together in order for you to do what's called a one-click upsell or side sell, meaning that if somebody enters in their details and they buy something from you and then they go to the thank you page, you can literally just stick a button on there that says, hey, for an additional $99, do you also want this? Uh-huh. And then the person just says yes or no and then the system actually knows to charge the credit card for that additional amount. PayPal, yeah, it doesn't let you do that. What you would have to do is have a whole other PayPal button on the, on the thank you page saying would you like this $99 product and you could say you know, buy now instead and it would take you through the whole PayPal process again.
1: Yeah, now I just want to go just take a step or two back and just realize yeah. that what we're doing here is showing you how to put in a system on your website that automates your selling process. It means that you do not have to answer the phone, fill in a purchase order form, lick the stamps and send off the products. It's all taking money for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week into your bank account where you don't have to do anything else. And this is set this up properly and it's your shop front that's open all day every day. And um, if you've got people coming in and buying things, this extra step of adding an, on, an upsell or an onsell, or however you want to call it just means that you've got a great shop assistant asking if they'd like to buy more than just what they've purchased um, and there's nothing better to wake up in the morning and find out that some people have bought some stuff and some more because <laughs> you put that in place in the, in the first place.
0: I'm glad. I'm really glad you shared that. And I think the key thing about this is look at the businesses that are really successful, that have been successful for a long time and ask the question, what are they doing with their sales? So like what you just said, it's it's like that ongoing shop front person saying, hey, would you also like this? Think about Amazon. Most of us have all shopped on Amazon. Yeah. That whole thing of when you're checking out, it says most people that bought this also bought this. Yes. It's a very powerful tool. And why we're sharing it with you guys, we're actually sharing it because we think you should be using it as well. So, um, you know, if you have an ebook, think about, can you also create an audio version of that ebook and make that the upsell for an additional $50. So just be thinking strategically about how to bundle your packages and your services together and use this functionality.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. So that's, uh, that's upsells. Let's talk about, um, let's talk about people that have physical products. Now, Um, We know we've got a couple of clients that have physical products and sometimes the physical products need to stay with the client because they're created on site and they're sold as a custom item. But there are other times when you're purchasing large volumes of products and you are either just on selling them to people and you need a large warehouse to store them in or you just need somewhere to put physical items that that have been created by your factory. Um, So there are There are a number of things out there let 's talk about the digital stuff first um, because a lot of us have digital products and if you haven 't got a digital product, you should go and get one it's uh, and listen to some of our podcasts we 're talking about how to how to create digital products because whatever's in your head, people want to know the information what 's in your head they want to know how you do your job and how you how you do it well um, and there 's a digital product in itself i 'm not even going to get into that right now. <laughs> Yeah. But let's talk about, um, the first one I want to talk about is a site called Kanaki.com, K-U-N-A-K-I, Kanaki.com is the epitome of um, automated <laughs> factory. So Kanaki.com is a site, it's probably one of the ugliest websites on the web. Yeah, You go and have a is. look at it, but it's probably one of the most profitable because um, it's very ugly, but it doesn't need to be pretty. You go to the Kanaki site, you order, um, what it does is it's, it's a factory that will will um, create a CD or a DVD of your digital product. So let's say you've got an information product and it's a video series. You set it up with Kanaki in the first place, they will, um, they will have the files, let's say you've got a couple of video files, you have an image for your disc cover or an image for your disc and an image for your disc cover. Um, you set it up properly and what happens is when people come to your website and they want to purchase a physical DVD from you, they click on the button, They'll you'll accept the money. The money goes straight into your account. Let's say the DVD is $50, you're charging $50 for it. What will happen is the money goes into your account, a message gets sent to the Kanaki factory which by the way has no one working at it. It's completely automated. This is just blows you away. It's a completely automated factory. So the, the information comes in, the machine or the computer grabs your order and it prints that DVD on demand. So as soon as someone's ordered it, it goes ahead and it prints the disc, it puts the, puts the information, the video on the disc, it puts a picture on the top, it puts the cover that you've created onto a CD, um, onto the CD or the DVD cover and then it shrink wraps it and sends it out to the person that bought it automatically, in the mail, goes to a truck, the truck goes, takes it off, and it gets sent. Now, the good thing about it is that it's all done within a couple of days. The, the cost of the disc is around about a dollar for you. It's about a dollar, maybe two dollars, to, to print, get it shipped, packed, and moved and stored out to the client. You can take orders 24 hours a day, seven days a week, delivering physical products without having to actually do a thing for it.
0: That is just awesome, I think. It's amazing. It's great for those of you that are experts and coaches and speakers as well. Um, it's a great tool that you can use if you're doing an event or you're consulting or doing a training within a corporate company. You can say, hey, everybody, uh, You know, if you like this, you can also get a copy of my presentation here. So you can really package your knowledge. Uh, think about using this as a platform to do that. It's a fantastic platform.
1: Yeah, Awesome. So that's that's the fully digital version. Now, if you want to have some things like, you know, I'd like to put a manual with my DVD and I'd like to have a few other things that go with it, a workbook or a um, transcription printed material, then there is another place you can go to. Heather, what's that place?
0: That would be uh, is that disc Disc.com, disc.com. disc.com yeah. Yes, I love. I've I've spoken to the guys over there actually. It's um, and I know people that have used them. So think about this is more of a bigger. Uh, I guess if you're delivering more of a training and you have like Andrew said, printed materials that you need to include like a manual or something, they do a great great job. They have these beautiful cases as well, like the you know that plush case. So if you ordered you know personal power from the infomercials about Tony Robbins years back, it, it's that sort of stuff we're talking about you know the whole package so yeah again another great company they do print on demand they store your files your artwork all your digital um, audios and videos and they'll just print it for you and ship that out for you Um, it is a bit more expensive of course because you're getting a lot more involved and included and you have to go to them and actually get prices based on you know request a a quote based on what you want but again great tool if you guys are including that whole training experience and manuals in what you're selling
1: and humans do work there Yes, (laughs)
0: Yes, <laughs> they do, and they're very nice.
1: <laughs> All right, and then I guess the last part of this one is um, uh, delivery and distribution fulfillment houses that uh, store other physical products. Now, I'm not going to give um, too many references to anyone because there's a, there's a whole bunch of different houses out there. But here's how it works. It's essentially the same as Kanaki. Is that you? You get an order. Let's say you buy a shipment of widgets, and you need to store them, and you you work from home. You have your own home office. You don't want to fill the garage with widgets. So what you do is you actually grab those widgets and you store them in a warehouse, a fulfillment warehouse. And basically same scenario, they come to your website, they buy a widget, the money goes into your account and then the uh, the order goes to the fulfillment um, storage place. They'll get that and they'll say, okay, uh, Mary Smith has just ordered one widget. So they will will sort it, find it, pack it, stack it, wrap it, and then send it off to Mary Smith. Um, And then what will happen is they will send you a bill for whatever price they're charging you. Obviously, you want to charge Mary Smith a little bit more so you can make money. So um, it's all done through a a third-party vendor where you don't actually have to do any of that once again. You're just paying for the fee of having someone store it and send it out on demand
0: yeah well, wonderful so yeah so, so, that's,
1: that, so that's there's a whole bunch of them look for fulfillment houses or fulfillment agencies um, and uh, if you're looking for that sort of stuff you can find those in any pretty local city any any, any local city not pretty city but any city pretty city
0: and I know that like disc.com and uh, Kanaki you know they ship everywhere in the world as well so even uh, if you might have somebody that's based in the US they'll probably ship everywhere for you so just you know be aware of that and ask those questions yes Right. So what's next?
1: All right. Well, I think the, uh, the, the final thing that I want to talk about is um, using a virtual assistant to help you with some of these sales tasks. Now, some of the sales tasks that a virtual assistant can help you with, and these are just some, are uh, sales calls so they can go out and set up sales calls. They may not be the best at actually doing the sale on the call itself, but certainly making appointments for you to call the right people at the right time. Um, because I know a lot of people get stuck with that whole scheduling, and we'll talk about scheduling in a future podcast, but people get stuck with um, trying to cold call or put those people in place. Once, once you've got the, the, the system down pat, these virtual assistants can help you set up the time for you to jump on a phone and do the sales calls. Um, they can handle incoming queries. You know, We've always got people ringing in or emailing in. Whether it's email or phone, they can handle the incoming queries. That are coming in for your business, so that's a good way to utilise their time rather than yours. And by the way, just on this, virtual assistants can be as cheap as three dollars an hour. In fact, even less in some places. So you know, for three dollars an hour, you could really free up your time and do what you do best, and let them do some of this niddly fiddly sort of work. Um, there's other things like proposals and contracts. They can write up and so, they can create contracts or create proposals for you. If you've got to do a bunch of proposals, you're a consultant, you need to get out there and send out proposals, then you can use a virtual assistant to do some of that sort of stuff. Admin duties are another place um, that you can certainly use them. and I know a lot of people use uh, virtual assistants for admin duties. What else, H, what else can you think of that um, a virtual assistant can do?
0: Well, a lot of it is going to be what we're talking about in upcoming episodes of, of this series, which are you know um, the whole thing of of time... And time management and uh, customer service and all that. But what I wanted to add is even if you don't use a, a virtual assistant, this can be also anybody on your staff. Systems such as you know Office autopilot and Infusionsoft and some of these, they also have what's a built in uh, task. Task area of the site. So, what that means is that if somebody buys from your site or if they inquire on your site, these systems can use those forms that they fill out on your website and automatically send a task or an email to anybody on your team. This mm-hmm. could be a virtual assistant or this could be somebody in house that then gets this email task and says, Ah, oh, okay, great. John Smith has just asked a question. I need to call them. So, just uh, again, in the terms of automation, a lot of these systems and tools we've talked about today can communicate on automation with your team all over the world to do various things when it comes to sales and supporting your sales process. Yeah, right. Very good. So very good. Awesome. Uh, now, I guess really, as we're starting to wrap up on sales, the biggest thing to think about here is start easy. If you've never done any sales online, start with PayPal. Start with a digital product as well. So, what we mean by that is something that you can either put in a video or it's like a PDF or an ebook or it's an audio file, something that can be digitally delivered on the internet. So, the person downloads it from your website. Those are the two things that you want to start with just to play around with the concept of doing automation and selling online. It is incredibly exciting when you start to make your sales, like Andrew said, and it's midnight and somebody from France came to your site and bought something from you and the whole website and the systems have done everything for you.
1: Yeah, it is awesome. It's awesome to say you've been paid and you haven't done a thing for it. Although you've done a lot of work in the foreground in the the meantime, but just to see those systems kick in and work, it's uh, nothing better to see an email from... Paypal, it says, you've received a payment. It's like, <laughs> hey, we, exactly. like, we like that. We like <laughs> that. All right, so um, so we spoke about a lot of different things. If you want to find out where they are, go to uh, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast or podcasts, it doesn't matter, they both go to the same place. You will find the resource tab there, go to the resource tab and all of the Items will be listed there. And also in our uh, podcast description, we'll have those there too.
0: Yeah, in the show notes. So pop on by and we'd love to hear from you guys as well. So if you are popping by our website – make a little comment down below this particular episode. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are. If you have any questions or any feedback or input, or if we've forgotten some of the big systems that you think are valuable for our listeners, pop those in the comments as well. We yes. appreciate that. Yes. We're also now on Podomatic and SoundCloud and Stitcher as well. So you can listen to us on those as well as iTunes. and Wherever yeah. you're listening to us, <laughs> come by and, and uh, leave us a little review or comment.
1: Yeah, we'd love to. And then just a little bit of a plug We're doing a live, uh, we're doing a live, we're going to do a couple of live events in Australia in August and September, October this year, Mm. so we'd love to see you there, it's extremely, extremely cheap price we're doing it, but I'll tell you what we're going to do, we're also going to do a live podcast, we're going to do one of our podcasts, one of these podcasts, we're going to do a live from stage with people there, we're going to show you how we put it all together, how we distribute it, what we do to distribute it, how we get it out there, um, and how we... um, Repurpose all of our a lot of our content so that it gets out into all sorts of platforms. We're going to talk about all of that sort of stuff at our live event. It's a one day event. Um, we'll we'll give some more information out uh, very very soon. If you really want to get in early, just send us an email. Get us hit us up on the contact page on the podcast autopilotyourbusiness dot com forward slash podcasts. Hit us up on the contact page. Let us know you want to come, and we'll get you into an early bird ticket. Um, yes. I haven't even discussed that with you, Heather, but I think that's what we're going to do.
0: (laughs) I think that's what we'll do. (laughs) So that sounds like a plan. We'd love to meet you guys in person, those of you that are in Australia or feel like traveling to Australia to say hello.
1: And uh, by the way, it's it's going to be a very, very small event. We're not doing it – we're not opening up to hundreds of people. It's going to be a very, very intimate event. In fact, we're going to do it – the reason we're doing it small is because it's going to be part workshop and we're going to give you a blueprint for something special and we will not be able to service a lot, a lot of people. Simple as that. We need to be helping people, hands on, hand, uh, holding their hands, and um, all that sort of stuff. So it's not going to be a big event. So if you want, to, if you think about coming, just send us an email. Get in early because we want you there, and then we're going to shut the doors.
0: Sounds good.
1: That's it. Okay. That's <laughs> all, all right. I have to say. Get us, uh, give us some reviews if you're on iTunes. Leave us a review. Uh, In in any of the podcast platforms, please leave us a review. Thanks, H. Looking forward to the next one. We're going to talk about uh, time management and scheduling next week or next podcast. Oh, this is a
0: powerful one, guys. You'll definitely want to join us for that one.
1: Yeah, some of the cool tools that we've got out there. And and since we've been doing these uh, these sessions recently, we've implemented some of these tools ourselves because we like the sound of our own tools. We thought we'd go and do some of them ourselves. (laughs)
0: <laughs> nice one. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, everybody, once again for supporting us and listening in. And we'll uh, talk next time. All passengers
1: and cabin crew should now be seated with to seatbelt security faster. Ladies and gentlemen, this
0: is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website www.autopilotyourbusiness.com or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold.
1: Until we fly again, happy travels.